0: 2.8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. The time is 2048 Teachers Month, peer-to-peer teacher coaching. Could this keep teachers from leaving the profession? As World Teacher Month comes to a close, being October, it is evident that the disruption of COVID-19 pandemic is still having a lasting impact on the teaching and education sector at large. The move to online teaching has caused many local teachers to miss out on important aspects of their professional development, for instance, or in other words, learning from their more experienced peers. Malcolm Moy, founder of online professional learning community Zibuza.net, joins us on the line, and he'll talk to us about how the global trend of peer-to-peer teacher coaching, open, close quote, coaching, could help close... These experience gaps keep new teachers from leaving the profession and help teachers gain a much-needed additional income stream. Mr Moy, thank you so much for joining us. Good evening.
1: Good evening, Gisel. Thank you for having me.
0: Nothing beats the face-to-face environment. Nothing beats as humans are wont to be in each other's company at a social level. And COVID-19 has changed that, not least in the teaching profession. Tell us about that impact.
1: So, I think everybody can relate to the impact and disruption that COVID has had on our lives over the last year or so. And I think more so teachers, right? Um, we've seen the disruption to teaching and learning with schools were shut down during hard lockdown. And then a lot of adjustments required from teachers who are used to traditional in classroom teaching, whereby they had to re- um, resort to platooning and rotation. Um, And in some instances, a lot of teachers were exposed to virtual learning. And so I think the impact has been very evident. um, And an indicator for that is just the growth of our community, where we've seen an explosion of teachers. Our community, I think at the beginning of COVID, was about 10,000 teachers nationally. Um, We've since grown to 27,000 members. Um, We've also seen learners and parents Coming into the community, so I think while nothing beats face-to-face and peer engagement, um, I think the times call for a hybrid model in terms of being able to adapt. And I think speaking to peer-based coaching, um, you know, observation and, and engagement with more senior teachers at work is, is the best way for teachers to gain confidence um, and skills and self-awareness that's needed to succeed. Um, in
0: the profession I'm on your website here and it says it has access to educational materials in all grades and in all languages from past matric papers, past exam papers, memoranda, study resources learning resources and textbooks uh, just tell us about the compilation of all of this material and making it available through Zibuza.net, it would have taken a lot of time and a lot of effort
1: You are quite correct. This is a personal passion of mine. Um, I want to unlock human potential. So our journey began in 2016 when we launched the community. Um, And we have a a big dream to create a more inclusive and equitable schooling system. Um, And when you consider the challenges that government has, you know, in terms of the feeding scheme where they feed up to 9 million learners a day, um, the transportation logistics that involve very little money gets spent on education itself and so we undertook it ourselves in terms of saying how do we make resources available to teachers and now learners whereby you know just because of your location or your financial status in terms of public schools compared to private schools or urban versus rural geographies um, you know we, we didn't want to with these um, inequalities to persist um, in our society And so we set out on this journey where we looked at very innovative ways of how we could leverage technology as an enabler in terms of making resources accessible. And on this journey that we've been on, and and we're very much guided by teachers, um, through that we were able to unlock opportunities where we first started off with basic resources. And through our engagement with teachers and listening to some of their frustrations, Um, in teaching and and the learners that get impacted by some of the limitations within our public schooling system. Mm -hmm. We've now created a virtual learning environment where we're empowering teachers or enabling teachers with the tools that they need to teach online. Um, And when you think about things like peer-based coaching, I think the opportunities that digital enables is now that we're no longer limited to academic subjects or location um, restrictions. Um, we've seen cross-provincial cross um, collaborations between teachers and also experts. Um, you know, typically peer-to-peer coaching happens in schools and is limited some um, primarily to academics. But what we've seen over the last 12 months is just a rise in social and emotional well-being, diversity, equity, and in- inclusiveness, as well as financial well-being. And so for us, you know, we, we're starting to see now that you know, teachers come to us for support. They they connect with peers nationally, um, and we provide them with access to resources and tools that can help them um, to become better in the profession, to perfect their craft. And that only benefits the learner in terms of having high, having a high-functioning teacher. You mentioned that this
0: learning material is available. Certainly, the website does in all languages do I understand that to mean from grades zero or from grades R whatever learning material could be available right through and including grade 12 all of the subjects that are on offer through the National Department are available in all of the 11 official languages does that statement mean that
1: yes you are quite correct so from our side, we provide the infrastructure and technology, but the substance and the depth in terms of what makes our community special is our partners. So we've got about 120 organizations, um, government at national, provincial, district levels. Um, they are the primary contributors in terms of our past exam and memos, but we've also got businesses, be it publishers or technol- um, tech companies, that are providing us with content like textbooks, posters, worksheets, et cetera. Mm. Um, we've got education agencies like SACE, which looks at the professionalization of teachers. So teachers can also earn CPTD points on the it's five points per semester for participating and contributing. Um, in the community. So we've really thought this through. And like I said, you know, we're trying to build an inclusive and equitable education system. And so I think looking at languages is certainly one of them. So through our partners, um, like VIA Africa Publishers, we've managed to secure resources in all official languages. Um, And yes, we do focus from early childhood development. Um, We work with partners like EC Timbal Institute for Learning. They provide resources like storybooks, coloring in books. Um, worksheets and they do training as well for teachers and um, administrators of ECD sites and also now looking at how do we support parents so let's not forget parents were also impacted with lockdown Um, they had to become learning coordinators so how do we support parents and give them a space whereby they can connect and engage and find the resources they need um, you know during these lockdowns? so um, we definitely want to thank um, our partners because we believe You know, when you look at this, it's a multi-stakeholder kind of effort in terms of, you know, how do we lock opportunities um, to improve learning and teaching outcomes? So our resources are from our partners, and they cover all trades, all subjects, and all languages.
0: I'm wondering, um, just on that point, insofar as it relates to the learning material being available as widely as it is, if you have any statistics before COVID and say now in the COVID times where you can perhaps compare and contrast here's the question was the gap decreasing between say your lower quintile schools and your higher quintile schools where such learning material is or relatively available to them before COVID would the gap have Decreased, which I imagine it might or should have if this thing has the sort of impact it is desired to have. And to that extent, compared to what the same question is insofar as it relates to this COVID dispensation, I'm asking this ultimately because I'm wondering if whether or not the impact on those who are not in the areas where perhaps technology is readily accessible or technology competes with other social um questions in the home, in the environment, in the community at large, that now makes it even more difficult, despite what good efforts you have made, to put all of these things on Zibuza.net. It nonetheless remains significantly unavailable by virtue of the technological interface that is inherent in accessing this learning material.
1: Thank you. so you are spot on. Um, there is definitely a digital divide um, in our country that we are aware of. As a social partner to government, we fully acknowledge their efforts and understand the task at hand. I think the Department of Basic Education has probably one of the biggest logistical operations in the country, if not the continent, in terms of how many kids they feed a day, up to 9 million, Mm. how many kids they need to transport, and the challenges that come along with that. So just the logistics there in itself is a huge challenge. We look at public sector schools, 23,000 schools, 20 Thousands of those schools do not have laboratories. Um, 16,000 of those do not have libraries, and the list goes on. So, from our perspective, we do acknowledge the digital divide in our country in the haves and the have nots. Um, However, it is a positive light when looking at the data, at least our data. So, before lockdown, we had a steady growth rate. people signing up to the community. But as I mentioned, we've seen an explosive growth rate during COVID and even till today, um, a lot more adoption is happening. There's a lot more entrance into the market as well, which is good in terms of maturity. Um, And to give you some of the stats, you know, when we look at our data, because everybody um, has a unique profile in our data identified by roles. So we've got roles for teachers, parents, learners, and organizations. Um, we've got a split of about 83% um, in the public schooling sector, and then um, 17% in the private school sector. And when we break the public sector numbers down, we definitely have a presence in all of the quintiles,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: especially quintile 1 to 3, which for us is, is just wow, so cool.
0: um,
1: in terms of you know the poorest of the poor and the under-resourced mm. um, schools. And, you know, I think one of the, the, the blessings that came out of COVID was, you know, allowing us to connect with teachers that we would not have ordinarily met in person. And so, you know, there's teachers like Makudu Muchaba from Limpopo province. She was awarded one of the she was a top ten finalists in the Vaki Teacher Prize competition in 2020. Can I ask so, in 30
0: seconds, you wrap up, please? I've got a good news.
1: Yes, sure. seconds, no yeah. problem. So, um, our resources is the sharing ratio is one to seven. So, for every one resource that gets uploaded, seven gets downloaded seven times. So, we're definitely seeing a maturity. We're definitely seeing an uptake. And from our side, we are doing everything we can. Um, so, our platform has been zero rated. So, teachers, learners don't have to absorb the data cost with accessing um, media rich materials like video or sure. audio files.
0: Okay. Um I would love to continue, but suffice to say, I don't have time. But I have to end it on this note. You guys are divine interveners. Thank you so much for the work that you do. Thank you. Thank if you, so. You never get t- If you don't get told this, well, you've just heard it now. Thank you so much, Mr. Malcolm thank you Moy, so much, founder of zibuza.net I'm so sorry to go to news at 2101.